Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Father, thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the release of your spirit. We receive every great and mighty blessing that is in your house. We have come into the house of the Lord and we are blessed in the house of the Lord. We receive the blessing in the house in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Let me share with you um, seven great principles for a great change. Seven great principles for a great change. The other service, they don't have this one. They have seven great principles only of salvation. And you have great change. Why great change? Great change because when you become born again, your life changes. Yeah, not born again. But born again there's a change. You can't say you are born again and nothing has changed about you. Even if you come and you say, well, me, when I wasn't born again, I wasn't a bad person. So there's nothing to change. You were a bad person. Yes. And there's everything to change about you and about your life when you become born again. Um, some people, the only thing is that you were not birthed into a lot of bad deeds before you became born again. When Remuye, one quetri, one nam chen chen kakra, I feel like I'll be Remna, Yamiya Wadum, now you're born again. It doesn't mean that you were a good person. I always remember this taxi in Pandu. Yatro taxi nihu holy devil. Yes. Many years ago when I was there. And I've never forgotten about it because I think about it. A devil who is holy. You understand holy better than even the way the Bible explains it. So, holy devil, if a devil can be holy, you think a devil can be holy. That's the same way you say a good unbeliever, like a holy unbeliever, a righteous unbeliever, a good unbeliever. It's the same as holy devil. But what you holy devil are not, yeah, it's the same thing, or you're an unbeliever, but you're very good. 
there's nothing like that. Edna, yeah, yeku muye, who were into things heavily. Then the mercy of God came and changed us. We always have a powerful testimony. But yeah, now, I don't know whether people are shy to talk about their past. So, they don't want to say it. But I think it's also a very, very powerful testimony. It gives you a powerful, your friend is saying, window to your preaching, if you're a preacher. Because it demonstrates the power of God to change a person from a wicked, bad person into now a preacher of the gospel. It's a powerful thing. Yes. So some of us, we didn't go deep, but some of my brothers who went deep, I mean, some of them are here. Actually, sometimes not, it's not the way you think. What I'm seeing is not the way you are thinking about it, but the way sometimes I wish I had <laughs> some of their things. If you know how God has been good and what God has done, we believe God more. who said there's great change that happens when a person is born again. Is it powerful already? Yeah. In Galatians chapter one, um, there's a verse in Ezekiel. You should remind me to read it before I finish. Will you remind me? Okay. In Galatians chapter 1, do you know Paul? Do you know Paul? Who used to be Saul? Wicked person going around, killing, imprisoning. If he comes and catches you praying, you are dead. If he's walking on the road and he meets you, where are you going? I'm going to church. That's the end of your life. He'll catch you and finish you. He was against everything Jesus. And he said he was a Jew to the highest degree. Even um, a Pharisee. Now, Am I in Galatians? This same person now meets Jesus and becomes born again. And we see great change in his life. God is bringing great change into your life. Once you are born again, great change is what is waiting for you. Yes. That is where drunkards become preachers of the gospel. Then it's time used to drink one gallon of appetite a day. But now I'm a preacher of the gospel. Yes. Smokers are preachers of the gospel. 
Yes. People who were prostitutes become preachers of the gospel. You see, when you see them, you may despise them, but they have a great testimony. And that is the great change testimony. I don't think that uh, preaching or being a man of God or working for God is for people who somehow were good. Even they are more difficult to convert. Maybe they haven't entered, gone deep into the thing. They are more difficult because it's like, oh, me, I'm okay. What's the problem with me? I'm fine. I mean, I, my life is even better than the people who go to church. And so, but those who go deep into things and they come out of it, they are a living testimony of the power of God. So, my brother, if you are a preacher or you go out preaching, witnessing, and so on, now what that kind of testimony, don't hide it in your pocket. It doesn't make you bad or abase you. It rather makes your testimony and your word very strong. Yes. Reverend Armstrong, what do you think? So tell all the people you are sitting down with. I think this role I have. Yes, all of them here. All the people sitting here. You that you are standing and pointing somebody. I there are some people who are pastors, people who knew them before, when they meet them, that they are, hey, if you can be a pastor, then I can be an angel. I'm talking about great change. And I'm saying that great change is a powerful testimony. So don't hide it. Beautiful. Afterwards, so actually the whole of this chapter one, um, a year, uh, the testimony of Paul. Uh-huh. He's giving testimony of his own life. That's where he's, he's marveling from verses. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. And you, you know Galatians 1.8. He said, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which have been preached unto you, let him be accursed. The gospel is one. So if you preach any other thing, let a curse be upon you. No member also. When preaching here, what Bible name? Hey, yen answer. Now be before fra. No me. Mm-hmm. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than ye have received, let him be a curse. So he's repeating the thing in 8 and in 9. Then you see he's um, 
very serious. The gospel which was preached of me is not after man, for I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus. You have heard my conversation in time past. Do you see? In time past. Uh -huh. In the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it. Your, you, your testimony is in your pocket. Eh? <laughs> is that what? You know what I was like when I followed the Jewish religion? I violently persecuted the church. I did my best to destroy it. So he's talking about himself. And he's not afraid. And have you violently persecuted the church? Have you done your best to destroy the church? All that you were doing was drinking for yourself and smoking for yourself and chasing girls for yourself. Going to disco for yourself. For, yeah, whether you're good or you're bad. You are not destroying the church. You are destroying yourself. But this man went out to waste, destroy the church. And now he's a pastor. And he's talking about it. So he gave all his testimony. Then verse 21. Afterwards, I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia. And was unknown by face unto the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. So the religion of the Jews is different from the churches in Christ. You understand? So the Jewish religion is still there. Um, Judaism. And they are still there up to today. They don't believe in Jesus, the Jesus that we believe in as the Messiah, but they believe in God and they believe in the Old Testament. And they only read the Old Testament and um, they are alive. Verse 23, but they had heard only. Are you there? He said they had not seen me by face, but they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preached the faith which once he destroyed. And they glorified God in me. Great change. Great change. I said great change. I said great change. So listen to me. If you are born again. And there's no change in your life. Go and check again whether you are really born again or not. There must be change. I said there must be change. And there must be great change. In different areas of your life and at different degrees. Maybe there's change, but not enough change. Some people is like, well, I used to fornicate uh, twice every week. Since I got born again, I do it only once a quarter. It's not great change. <laughs> A change, but a great change. Oh, well, those days I, I was drinking any time, but now I only drink at Christmas 
and on my birthday. It's changed, but it's not great change. Great change is that you talk about how you used to drink and devote, but how for the past eight years, since you got born again, you don't even feel for the thing. When you see it, it doesn't mean anything to you. Or sometimes even it comes to your mind, but by the grace of God, you are able to deal with it. Great change. We are talking about great change, not minor changes. Seven principles of great change. Number one. Are you still here? After you are born again, a great change will come into your life if you grow up spiritually. Great change will come into your life if you grow up spiritually. First Corinthians chapter 3, 1 and 2, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ, or babies in Christ. I have fed you with milk, and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are ye able. This is a description of people who are born again and are not growing spiritually. And remember, the other group, they understand it very clearly that man is a spirit, he has a soul, and he lives in a body. And that the essential you is a spirit. What you really are, you are a spirit. We are whom? Wunye hunam. David. Wunhum nete hunam nim. And there's a bridge between the spirit and the body, which is called the soul. A bridge, spirit, no. Anybody, no. Into the body is the meat, the flesh. So the Bible described somebody who said, uh, 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 you are of the flesh or in the flesh. You are earthly because the flesh is from the earth. You are carnal. Carnal also means that the bridge between the spirit and the body, which is the soul, the soul area has not been affected by the spirit. So your thoughts and your deeds and your actions are towards the earth, earthly, towards the flesh. If you don't grow up spiritually and you are earthly or you are carnal, what happens is that you tend to respond more to the flesh than to the spirit. Your soul tends towards the flesh. 
Senior Wadjoin Yejuma, Senior O Calculate Nema, the way I will weigh Nema, O Jaja Nema, no. A more Honemu than whom. But if you grow in the spirit, your soul relates more with the spirit, tends toward the spirit, thinks in a spiritual way, move you towards spiritual things, and you begin to love spiritual things. Oh, bones, my bones, say, one bones, say, jai. So, those of us who are always about our stomach, a stomach spirit, what to eat, how to eat, when to eat, a button, naminidia, namitise, yet the Russian Ukraine war, no, abamium, metal bombs, shelling. Won't develop us spiritually. Who hona hunamne pe fornication bia ya no sorry. Kota we could no bachele mwene we eba in chine. No can ye bow chine no obat yata uko somebody who was Shilling and now had been born again. And <clears throat> in the church, doing well, even supposed to be pastor. Then this time, he went into the Shilling Do you understand Shilling? And then some say, yes, some say, yeah. So then when he was questioned, why did this thing you have stopped? Well, so, you see, I was going to marry. Then I went to this place to invite my friends to come for my wedding. Eighty, when I went, these old friends of mine, they were doing that and they invited me to come. Into me, who are not just saying, Great change in my Yes, because another point I make us know who builds a great change about Namphobi or who are new on which Yes, yes, you say you are born again, you are still interested in the old thing. So, feed man is made up of spirit and a soul and a body. After you are born again, your spirit is newborn baby, you have a new heart. As you know, the heart of the spirit of man is the seat of all human behavior. When the heart of man is changed, his behavior changes. May God change your heart completely. And you need change. How many need change? I know you've been born again for 25 years, but you still need change. The change never finishes. And some of us, we have not even advanced in the change process. We are still babies. Look at your life and the things that you are easily caught up in. It's babies. Babies, when they feel like doing anything, anywhere, they feel like crying, they cry. They feel like pooping. 
they don't mind whether you are in the church and the baby is in the front seat. You just go prrr. I was telling the other service, I went to visit a setting. I was holding the baby. I could hear and feel the thing on my arm. The It's no time to do said things. At least me a pioneer. So yeah, 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 babies in the spirit, you know. That's how we behave. Anytime we feel like doing, we'll do. Yes. So maybe you have been born again for a long time, but you are a baby in the spirit. And you are drawn into things when you feel like this. You do, I feel like that. I feel like that. Like a young lady who said that when I, I she likes sex very much. I've never seen one before. Ladies do, but normally they are the prey. Uh, they are the, the prey. And you are what? You are the predator, okay. <laughs> But this one was active predator. Yeah. So sometimes when I feel, then I go out. If you go out, where do you go? And who is there? You say, I just go walk around. I will meet somebody. Yeah. I just feel like, so I wake up from the house and I go. Yes. And that person is even in the Bible. Proverbs chapter 6 and chapter 7, you read of the strange woman. Great change. We are talking about great change. Hmm. So, spiritual growth moves you from a baby who doesn't have control into an adult who can control themselves. Yeah. As you have come to sit in church, maybe for one hour or two hours or three hours, will you be eating while church service is on? But if a baby is sitting in front here and it is time to eat, not that it feels like I must eat. You have to stop everything and get them to eat. If a baby is sitting in front here and feels like I must sleep, they'll just go to sleep completely. But as you are in church, are you asleep? You are, you are an, if you sleep, I'll call your name. You know that. I mean, you would have loved, how many would have loved to sleep by this time? Is it trying to rain? Yeah, even the rain is showing that the weather, the way it is. And New York's is better. As for the first service, it was like uh, winter time somewhere. I did change. I didn't change. Not on impulse. Control. So, if you see somebody who doesn't do some of the things... A, a young man who doesn't fornicate, it doesn't mean that he doesn't have the power to do. He gets erections just like you. 
But just the same way as adults control, spiritually, when you are grown or you are matured to a point, you are able to control yourself. Yes. If you used to drink beer before you got born again, when you see it, I don't think that you immediately develop some hatred for the bottle. No. You will remember how nice it was and so on. But when you see it, there's also a spirit in you that tells you that now you don't belong to this thing anymore. And then although you see it doesn't appeal to you, it doesn't call you, you don't want to give yourself to it again. But if you are still going after the same things, then maturity has not happened. May you mature in the spirit and be able to talk. You yourself tell your testimony about the great change that has come into you. The great change. How you used to fight with your mother. And then now since you got born again, you and your mother are one like this. She calls you into the room and will be chatting with you. But those days you were very far from her. Great change. That's what we are talking about. No more babies. Amen. No more babies in the church. A baby doesn't contribute to the work in the house. A baby creates work. By all means, there must be somebody around to look after this baby. But you are not a baby anymore. You are the one who will be looking after people. You are the one who will be calling people to church. You are the one who will be organizing people to church. As we are having swollen on 4th September, you are the one coming with bus loads of people into the church. Not that you are asleep in your room and you are expecting somebody to come and wake you up. Babies not dose too much. Mature a little. You have been in church by one year, two years. Every day, this year, be afraid will fear. This is a chain. I do call Trump Basmu and Sanwaba. Sorry, Adey, Dabey. What Basmu for some time? One say Kwa Oho, dancers Oho, we Oho. We nanisa obe Trumpo Dinwa. Sorry, Dino. We a baby. That's why you don't contribute to any work in the church. If you are grown and you are doing something, you'll be a contributor. you help the work instead of being work. Oh, Bansha, one water that you are drinking, even yours, Christ, no bottle. It's such a water. Then you come and leave it in the church for the adults to come and clean up for you. Baby. Look around your place and see if there's any baby around the place and tell the baby that it's time to grow up. Grow up now. I'm commanding you to grow now. Command them. Oba once. twice. Eh? You don't know the problems I have. problems Sorry. This, that, that. Yeah, it's not about problems. It's about that you are a baby. Problems you'll be, I will be. Who need you? Who need problems? And I still want to Who need problems? Ah. It's like everybody should understand your problems. 
Just like the babies do in the house. When there's one baby in the house, that's why you have sent your wife and the baby to your mother's house. Are they back? And you don't intend to bring them back. It's problems. Why do you want them to be away from you? You just want to have your peace. Oh, at least short time I'll be done. I'll be done fine. And now cry baby my own now. Mama, are you the you this baby? One baby comes to the house. It's like everybody should stop what they are doing and attend to you alone. Who are you? And we have them in the church. Everybody, they, they, nothing is important. The only important thing is you and your issues. Grow up. I said, grow up. The mother who is giving that attention to the baby has her own problems. Don't you know that? They have their own issues. Maybe even how the baby came is a problem. But still, she has to forget about all these things. And take care of you. How many are becoming adults in the church? Working, moving, preaching, talking, not just crying, helping, joining ministry, joining the evangelism, becoming a basenta leader. Then we say that he who persecuted the church, where is that scripture? Put it there. They have only heard that the one who persecuted the church is now a preacher. They are not there. They can't hear me. Do you have it? Not, not to worry. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us. This is the church people. It's the church people who are talking. He who persecuted us in time past. Uh Now, preacheth the faith which once he destroyed. Yeah. And they will glorify God in you. Amen. Number two. Number two, are you there? Are you ready for number two? Great change. After you are born again, a great change will come in your life if you renew your mind with the word of God. If you renew your mind with the word of God, a great change will come in your life. Romans 12. Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed 
by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. There must be a transformation of your mind, a renewal of your mind. The way you think must be different from before. Amen? Amen. You have to think differently from how you were thinking before. Transformation takes place because of the renewing or reprogramming of your mind. Without the renewing of the mind, there will be no transformation and there will be no change. When you are an unbeliever, the things that feed your mind are the things of the earth. How to get money, how to make it, how to travel abroad, what else? How to look beautiful, how to get nice dresses, how to get nice hair like this one. How to get a rich man who has a car. I will bet me at front in chapter seven. Now they cry air conditioning to win chapter seven. No. I mean, those are the things. But because in the world, these are the things that enter into your mind. These are the things you see. What you see is what drives you. But when you are born again. Now, what is on your mind? How to please God? Don't you think about how to please God? How to make it to heaven? Do you think about how to make it to heaven? If you say you are born again, you don't think about how to make it to heaven. You are not born again yet. Oh, true. It's something you are thinking about all the time because with all the things you are doing, whatever it is, at the end of the day, when your time is up, the question is, where are you going? And how will your judgment be like? How will it go for you over there? These are the thoughts that a born-again person thinks, not about how to obtain things and how to do better than others. It's like, Charlie, me pay baby, I'm a, me, me life, I am fine. Now, man, for a while round, then who say yes? When you are non-believer, that's how you think. Yeah, to prove to people. So when you get some small blessing in your life, you want to show off. You meet your classmates, and they have to see that you, you are great. Yes, what car do you drive? And this, this, that. That's how people become poor. Many years ago, I traveled somewhere where you used to be. And I noticed something that all our brothers who have been able to travel there, they were always concerned about what people were. Yeah. Even if you put on a tie, Somebody can just come and turn it, yeah, and check what label is there. 
Christ. Because me, when I put a tie, I don't look at who, who wrote his name there. I just look at the shape and the color. It's okay for me. But for them, it's never okay. They have to see whose name is inside the thing. I don't know anybody's name. I only know that it's good for me. It will work for me. That's all. Showing off. Showing off your car. What car do you drive? That's how you become poor. Because you'll be, you'll be going for things that you are not ready for. But just to impress people. When you sit in a nice car, do you feel that it's very nice? One day your car will drive home. Comment about the car. No one will say, Yeah, so I can hear wild power. drive My dream was other things that I'm going to do. It. I don't even, I'm feeling good because you see, the car is very great as I'm driving. No. It's nice to drive a good car. I drive a good car by the grace of God, but I, it's not on my mind. Impress. So it is the people who stand outside. They are the people who are impressed. Not the one driving. You think of fuel? Yes. Who could drive first station? Now the thousand go not still in here, ma. Who be drink when you say? What do I now say? Who do Yes. And even as you are going, the things on your mind. It's like the problem you are going to solve, that's what is on your mind. And you are in a hurry. You have to get there at this time. It's not like you're enjoying car. It is for people outside. They will tell you that it's this and that. But you yourself, your issues, they are too much. Yeah. So, let us now that we are born again, and if you are born again, reprogram your mind. Feed your mind with different things, not about food. Because whatever food you eat, it goes in like this and then it comes out. And now that you have all this type of um, complex, complicated food that you eat, it's now that you die earlier. Then there's something called cholesterol who used not to be there. My father never knew anything about cholesterol. He was only alive. My mother didn't know anything about cholesterol. She was there. She was even forcing later in her life. The way I feel, no, I feel say a BP, a BP or Because no, what trans all these 80 something years. I know that it can come because of old age. But it's like she's trying to get something. Because they were in the village. They eat fresh everything and no hospital. There was no doctor there. But now that you have doctors, you have medicines and you have everything, everybody has some type of sickness that is worrying them. If I take all these men here, they all have something. Only maybe they don't know yet. <laughs> Not true. Yes, 
Maybe they don't know yet, but the modern life that we are living, and that's how it is. And now, it's even more you want what do you eat. If when you eat chicken, I mean, if you are like me, you have eaten real chicken before, you will see that what you are eating is very different. Yesterday, I was here. Then they brought something. They said a fruit, mango. In that, so when I look at it, I said, no, this is not mango. I've grown up in the village. I know what mango is. This thing, I mean, look at this one, white with some something on it. Then I will not. Where I come from, is it all these artificial things? You don't know what they used to grow is some GMOs and whatever you eat. No, soon you are dying. Yes, and you are so concerned about how complicated is the food, which is killing us. Yeah. It is true that we don't believe in the ages they give to people who die in the villages. But it's also true that they live long. Yes. Yes. I went for a funeral two weeks ago. My friend's mother said 103. You see, 103, maybe there's a little overstatement. But it's also quite true. Because the children were wearing something. And then the grandchildren, they had T-shirts with something written at the back. Something great, no. Something grandchild. And when you see the grandchildren, they are like grandfathers. <laughs> yes. They are old. Not the children. The grandchildren old. So when you see somebody in that kind of, say, ah. So I was with my friend. So this one too is a grandchild. This one too is a red. In the village. Somewhere in Bronga Hafu region. That you are eating this, you have fridge and you have microwave and you have uh, what? Eh? You are dieting and things. Eating when you get KFC is like you are the greatest of all. You are killing yourself. So, what is it? What? goes into your mind must be the word of God because that is what is able, has the power to transform you. Are you there? It has the, the only way you can be transformed is to receive the word and have the word. Read your Bible, pray every day. When you come to church, be attentive to the preaching of the word and the verses and scriptures that are shared in the word. That's why when I see people who come to church, they don't have Bible, they don't have notebook, they just come to sit there and open their nose and their mouth. And then after church, you are gone. You have forgotten everything. You actually didn't even hear anything. That's why you won't grow. Spiritually, you remain a baby weaving on yourself and pooping on yourself in the spirit. You are actually sitting in poopoo. You need somebody to clean you up. Are you still here? How many babies are here? Okay. Very good. Transform. 
Allow your spirit to grow into a man by feeding on the word of God. Allow your spirit to grow by speaking in tongues. Allow your spirit to grow by fellowshipping regularly in the house of God. If your spirit is developed, it will influence your mind and your body. The mind is also the soul. Or the soul is, the mind is in the realm of the soul. So if your spirit is developed, it influences your mind. And you begin to think spiritually. You are developing spiritually. Your developed, grown-up spirit will begin to show great changes in your life. May you become a spiritual person. Looking at everything from a spiritual perspective. Understanding things in the spiritual, from a spiritual point of view. When you open the Bible to read, may your spirit man and your spirit heart be open unto the words of the scriptures. And may they jump up to you in revelations because your spirit is alive. And because the word is spirit, Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are alive. So your spirit heart is able to connect to the spirit word and spirit to spirit relationship will be going on to the point that now your eyes are open, even in the physical, to appreciate the things in the spirit. Clap for Jesus. Great change. Me see, if time I was born again, I say, won't you mean develop in word? Won't you mean, because I say, first every day, let me call sorrow, but let me name scriptures. But since you have be some scripture, be a meko to a mouth. And yet, scripture be about some scriptures. At least some. Which me for John. No, I started chapter one, near chapter two, near chapter three, near chapter four, near which my summary of what is in the chapter, plus some verses that you know from the chapter, then we know that you are growing. Yes. And it will bring great change in you. Number three. Okay. I should read this scripture for you. Okay, I'll read it. Ephesians chapter four. It's a long one. Twenty-two. That ye put off concerning the former conversation. Through of what? Okay. And your former way of life. Through of your old sinful nature. And your former way of life. Which is corrupted by lust and deception. Hey. Former way, not last woman. Not nah. deception woman. We are young man. We are not dada girls. We can say words. When you say words, then they are like, they are, not that they are confused, they are convinced. Melted. So what melted that? What melted that? I didn't but we are melted. That's why I always remember this. But you know, all these things they tell you are not true. So we know it's not true, but it's nice to hear. It's nice to hear. 
to the point that the guys in church who don't have raps, when they go to the girls, they think they are not serious. Because I was told to make cutsy now, cutsy. Brother in the Lord, what is the truth is what she is telling you. Only the truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. You too, you want lies. Deception. And last. mankind. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature. Created to be like God. Truly righteous and holy. So stop telling lies. I'm reading the Bible. Ephesians 4, 25. What is it? Uh-huh. Let us tell our neighbors the truth. But we are all part of the same body. Until you tell the neighbor lies, you are telling yourself lies. That's what it is. Stop telling lies. Tell somebody, stop telling lies. Throwing the doors on the door. Verse 26. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Uh-huh. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. So those who are married, to me, are one week. Or say, don't let the sun go down. In other words, by the numerino, you have to make peace. So if you want some time for your anger, let it come in the morning. Then you have the whole day to stay on <laughs> till the evening. But if you bring it by 4.30 or, yes, 5 o'clock, and you remember, within one hour, you have to settle it. You don't have time. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry. That means, yeah. you sleep in the same bed with the person and you have made a car with the person. Now, it's the children they used to send information. Go and tell your father that his food is ready. (laughs) Even you are traveling, you can't tell your wife that I'm traveling. You tell your little child so that the child go, go and tell Mommy, that hey, daddy says he's traveling. The sun shouldn't go down. So anybody who is in some kind of a year, you, I'm, I'm angry. I don't want to talk with it. You have heard the scripture to do. Great change means that you repent and change your ways when you hear the word. Yes, yeah, so go and change it now. Today's sun should not go down. And even how the rain has come, the sun is maybe almost gone by this time. I don't know whether you have time. You better send a message to the person right now that I've changed. Yes. (laughs) For anger gives a foothold to the devil. In other words, when you are angry, you are inviting the devil into your life. Gives a food of a man, baby, at a nice When the devil knows he's always around, though, but usually, baby, I'm funny. That's what he was doing to Job. 
and he went to report to God that every time I, I go, there's a head built around him. Into Bufu by heart, sir, Jimmy Shoslia. Woman devil, no quine. It's a word, you can Google it. Ubufu bent me no Who are you? Okay. Are you still here? If you are a thief, Quit stealing. Where is that scripture? If you are a thief, quit stealing. Obiba saw no Johnny mobile phone. I was saying to me that what later will clean her. No one will say mobile phone. But not today's thieving Christians. When you're matured in the spirit, not in the church. Not in the church. If you're a thief, what do you do? Stop stealing. Instead, use your hands for good hard work and then give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you'll be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words. And slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. Amen. I'm just reading the Bible. I'm just reading the Bible to you. Yeah. So this is somebody who is grown in the spirit. To those of you who are quarreling, your area, they know you for quarreling. Somebody wanted to be that time cell leader, but center leader. He said, I don't want to be in my area. Send me to another place. Yes, because I have my cell. I will be in Number three. After you are born again, a great change will come into your life if you listen to a lot of preaching. Yeah. Romans 10, 17. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. A great change will come into your life if you listen to a lot of preaching. Anyone who listens to preaching is affected by it. This is because faith comes by hearing. The people who experience a great change are those who become addicted to preaching. After I was born again, I was given preaching tapes by Kenneth Hagin. The greatest upward change in my life came from listening to preaching tapes of Kenneth Hagin. So as you listen, 
things change in you. Faith comes. Look, many people who are not born again and they are living in sin and evil and things, they really wish they could change. But you can't decide to change. No. You can decide. That's why we call something New Year Resolution. You make a resolution. Maybe it will stay with you for only two weeks. Then after that, you are back in your old life. The only way that real change can come into your life is by the Spirit. It's by the Spirit. When you are born again, the Spirit of God now comes to dwell in you. And that Spirit now becomes the powerful agent of change. Affecting your spirit. Affecting your thoughts. Affecting your mind. And affecting what you do. That's the only way change can come. People who engage in self-destructive activities... They know that, I mean, they have done uh, now the cigarette, they have written on the thing boldly that smoking can kill you. Is that not so? Yes. You have to write it. Because it's killing many. But many are still smoking. Yes. And they know that this thing is killing me. I, I can't stop. Whether it's an addiction or it's a whatever, I can't know. I don't know what it is. But what I know is that they wish they could stop. But they can't. And they are bringing new versions of it all the time. Yeah. New versions of it all the time. Killing people. New types of drinks are coming all the time. Is that not so? I'm sure. Yes, people are employed as marketing people and whatever to find out what they can use to kill people more. And they are improving. And advertising it with strength. Yeah. I tell you. They wish they could change. Because they know that this thing is not good. Look, if you are a Christian, by the grace of God, you are delivered from a lot of these vices. People who see you, they envy you. Yeah, maybe you don't know. When it grow brutal, yeah. It is a Christian, I'm so sure when it grow on because our boyfriend, our man friend, our sugar daddy, our this, your brand new phone for fro, and I won't need phone for fro and things. Nenny brew brutal. That when the devil in you lift the head like that, then it's like, ah, you two, you can get something. You are even nicer than this one. If you go, you get a better and so on. But when they wish, they wish they were like you. I met people the way they spoke. You know, people I knew in life before, like uh, fellow professionals and things like that. Like I always say, when I got into full time, 
that, look, I don't want to meet any of these people that I was with because they will think you are mad. But I'm not mad. Yes. And they will speak in a certain way. And although this is your decision, when somebody speaks a certain way, you will be doing hokakra. I mean, baby, we have mad doing kakra. So I don't want to meet any of these guys. Let them be where they are. But occasionally, I meet somebody. And the way they will speak, it's like, ah, is it real? It's like, eh, so you are a pastor. That's all that you do. Wow, this, that, that, congratulations, you have done well. One man I met somewhere, we have gone for a kind of service. So I was to pay. He was around, so we started talking. I knew him from Kumasi. And he asked, so what do you do? I'm a pastor. That's all you do. They said, look, where is the person? He just took money from his wallet and paid whatever I was to pay for me. Yes. Another man, he said, look, this thing, I know that I'm also supposed to do something like this. But hmm, I couldn't do. <laughs> yeah. So that's after meeting somebody, then I see that, look, there are people, they only know what is in their heart and how God speaks to them and how God relates with them. Only they are not able to respond to God in that way. So don't think that those who are out there, they are any better than you. Rather, they see you as the great person. Because you have been able to give your life to God. And you have been able to follow Jesus. I'm telling you. They wish they could be like you. Yeah. But they cannot. Doctor. It's true. You're a doctor. What do you do? Give paracetamol. And prescribe things that don't solve problems. People die easily. But you are here to save the souls of men. It's a great work. And don't ever look down on yourself. You say, oh, Griffith girl, they don't know anything. If I don't know anything, I'm going to heaven. Yes. Know everything on earth and stay here. Because you have specialized knowledge of the earth. Me, my knowledge is taking me to heaven. I don't know which one is better. Yeah. So the word of God, the more you listen, the more you go on the podcast... And, and you are listening to messages on the podcast. Different things are there. The more change is coming because faith comes by hearing. And let me also make it known to you that some of your miracles are outstanding because you have not been able to develop enough faith to release them. Wow. Yes. And okay. I'm, I'm it is faith that releases your miracles. It won't mean ya. Sajidi nebe release miracles na. We won't say outstanding. A bosroho. Ya loki. May faith now enter into you as you hear the word. 
I remember in Acts 10, 44, he said that while Peter, yes, spake these words unto them, the Spirit of God fell on all them that heard him, and they began to speak with new tongues. As the word comes to you, whether by this time that you are listening or by podcast or any means that I'm talking about preaching words that you are listening to, may it develop faith to bring a new gift and a new dimension of your life. Hmm. They were, uh, they were, were of it and fled into Lystra and there were cities of Laconia and unto the region that lies around about. Verse 7. Acts chapter 14. Verse number 7. I conclude with this. And there they preached the gospel. Very good. And there sat a certain man of Lystra, impotent in his feet, which means what? Or a lame. Being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. Never. Now look at verse 9. The same heard. The same heard. The same what? Or you can say head. The same what? Head. Heard. As you are hearing, something is happening to you. And listen to me, when you are coming to church, don't just come because somebody said come to church and you are fulfilling a certain, what is it, how should I call it, duty or requirement to come to church. But as I sit in the church and I hear, let something happen to me as I hear the things that I heard. So this lame man who had never walked before, the same heard Paul speak who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed as he was hearing the word faith was developing and building up inside of him faith was developing and building as he heard and as he perceived and he looked at Paul and Paul also looked at him something was building up inside of him you want healing in your body you want healing in your business you want healing in your family as you hear something is developing it's building up the more you hear the more is building up inside and Paul said with a loud voice stand upright on thy feet and he leaped and walked why did Paul come to say stand upright because he could see that the man no faith is rising up faith is coming up faith is working faith is building faith is growing and your healing and your, 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 your breakthrough, it comes by your faith. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Paul went to this place. He was only going to preach and go away. 
But as he looked at the lame man and he saw the way faith is building up and he saw the way the man is coming up, receiving the word, responding to the word, believing the word, showing that he's ready. He shouted. He said, stand. And the man said, I've been like this for all the years of my life that my mother born me. Standing up is not enough. He left. Jumped. for this year's Babia me 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 sorry me 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 sorry me it's your deep voice that say stand up he jump he said standing is not enough when your faith comes up standing is not enough your miracles go beyond even what the man of God is pronouncing on you or what the prophet is saying or what the Bible is saying or whatever it is, your faith has gone beyond that. The man of God says stand and he said my faith is more than standing. My faith is for it's for jumping. My faith is jumping faith. How many are developing jumping faith? Jumping faith, not standing faith. Jumping faith. Standing it's not enough. When they say stand up and walk, you jump. <laughs> I like the faith result. And when the people saw what Paul had done, they lifted up their voices saying in the speech of Laconia, the gods are come down to us in the likeness of men. Great change. You are becoming a man of faith. You are becoming a woman of faith. Great change. First, not faith niho. But you see, faith about GDABA. First, now you you couldn't overcome anything, but now you are overcoming things. Listen, as faith grows in you, no, you would not even one day no be such a sad problem here. What happened to it? This issue, what happened to it? I always remember something like that. Because I have something over here. Or here. And they said they had to do surgery. Every day, I would just lay hands on the thing. And speak words. I would lay hands on myself and speak. I would lay hands on myself. I don't even know when I stopped but later on, that, ah, that thing I used to lay hands on, where is it? Where is it? How many are ready to ask about that problem? Where is it? That difficulty, where is it? When you stand, your testimony will be very powerful. Because you'll be talking about how it was before. And how God has changed it. And how it is now. Even your financial life. You'll be talking about how it was before. How it was difficult to get a single room. Somebody said that I'm believing God to get some money. To get a kiosk. And I asked the person, what are you going to sell in the kiosk? He said, I'm not going to sell anything. I'm going to sleep in it. That's what you are believing God for. 
But a time will come when you see yourself in your own house that you have built with the rooms that are available here and there and so on and uh, and and uh, all the things that are in it and then you wonder am i not the one who was forcing and struggling to rent a single room look where god has taken me god will change as faith grows things will change about your life and things will move about your life a born again person is an overcomer he said Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. It's our faith. That's the victory that overcomes the world. It's your faith. And as you listen more and more, and faith comes more and more, you'll be known as the one who has the victory over the world and over the issues of the world. You must believe. Yes. Your crying will disappear. Oh yeah. Your tears will dry up because you had a man filled with the word and filled with faith. Whatever the Bible says, that's what you are. Don't think that they are just saying something. If you won't read, listen. And a good listener will be a good reader. Whatever the Bible says, that is what you are. If you are not so, it's because there's something wrong with you. So don't blame God. Don't blame the Bible. They, they, they say it, but it's not true. It doesn't blame yourself. There's something wrong with me. That's why I have not attained this level. Many times, Jesus is walking here somewhere. And then a woman with issue of blood for 12 years comes across the place. Jesus, you see, a centurion had come to us. He said, my child is sick. Come home and heal the child. Jesus said, I'm coming. So while they are on their way, then this woman just brings herself to confuse the program for the day. She stayed behind and said, if I can touch his clothes, I'll be healed. That's her faith. Jesus never thought about a woman with issue of blood as he was going on his journey. He didn't have a program that I'm going to at least from the Bible, nothing. But by her faith, she touched, boom. And suddenly the fountain of her blood ceased. And Jesus felt that power had gone out. Then on spiritual disciples standing around, and I just said, Obia, this was the question we there. It's not a good question to ask. Then the person who has received the miracle comes and says that I'm the one. Mina me current no. Uber send me new program. But me ma for swimming what show program mu 
by coming in with my faith. How did she get the faith that if I touch, I'll be healed? I don't know who told her, but that's her faith. And, and Jesus said many times, he tells me, according to your faith, let it be done unto you. When she had told all things that had happened to her, then Jesus said that it is your faith that has made you whole. Woman! No. Daughter! Be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. You are sick. Your faith will make you well. Yes. You are poor. Your faith will make you rich. Are you listening to me, somebody? That your faith can make you rich. That's what Jesus is saying. Daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. So people who overcome are people who have faith. Where is the scripture? Uh, the one I quoted, First John 5, 4, isn't it? Put it there. Whoever is there, for whatsoever is born of God. Write this scripture down. Go and read it. And remember the word, whatsoever. It includes whosoever. And it includes whatsoever. If you are born of God and you are doing business, your business will overcome inflation. Yes. Economy What do they say? A former day. Chromaya day. Chromaya Yes. Economy not say economy. Bibiya Juma. Everything is there. You'll be there coolie. You'll just be watching on coolie. And you say to yourself, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the inflation of the world, overcomes the government of the day, overcomes the difficulties, overcomes the hardness of the ground, overcomes the chromonization. Whatsoever. If your business is born of God, it overcomes. If your job is born of God, it overcomes. If your marriage is born of God, it overcomes. I'm saying that claim these things and speak them that whatever is born of God is bent, bound to overcome. And this my issue that I've committed to God is an overcomer. Just as I'm an overcomer. Yeah. Whosoever is born of God. Are you born of God? You are an overcomer. You are an overcomer. You will not sit down there and shed tears all the time and think till your mind is going crazy. But you take the scripture and say that this is what the scripture says. So this is what it is. Whatsoever is born of God overcome the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. Stand, everybody. Japan. Seven great principles of a great change. How many are believing God for a great change? Greater changes in your life 
and greater changes in the circumstances of your life. Father, you are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus today. It is the beginning of your steps towards victory. And you live victorious. Because whatever is born of God. And this is the time that I'm inviting you to offer yourself to be birthed in the spirit of God. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want Jesus to come into your heart. You want your name to be written in the book of life. You don't want to go to hell. You want to go to heaven. Close your eyes, everybody. I'm praying a special prayer for such people who are saying to themselves that today is the day Jesus must come into my heart. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I'll pray for you. Everyone standing. Every standing. God bless you. Lift it up high. Don't look at anybody. Jesus is calling you and he's mentioning you by name in the realm of the spirit that today is your day to receive salvation and it is also the beginning of a new life for you god bless you father bless every lifted hand in the name of jesus now if your hand is lifted up, come to me in front here. Don't be shy. Don't ask anybody. Jesus is calling you. Just come to him. Quickly, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus, somebody, quickly. Come. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. It takes faith to be born again. You are born again by faith. Come quickly. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Say it loud, Lord Jesus. I'm a sinner. Forgive me my sins. Wash me with the blood. From today, I will follow Jesus. I will, I will serve Jesus. Thank you, Thank you. For, dying for dying for me. Please write my name, write my name. In, the in the book of life. Betra makumemu. Na tro medin. E won kwan ho manim. E fineko. Meti Yesu echi. Mesum Yesu. Men kwana nyina. Kase urade me dawase. Se wa Amen. And now may the blessing of God oh, yes. rest over you. Mm. As you go out of here, yes. you are going out blessed. Bless. Bless. You came in in that ordinary way. Hey. Oh. You are going out as a super ordinary hey. Super ordinary super, person. Super. Above Mapa. ordinary. Because you have come into the blessing. May you go with the power and the story hey, of this papa. man at Lystra yes. as he sat there mm. and heard. Faith came. 
What couldn't straighten up, straightened up. Wow. What couldn't walk was sleeping. Hey. What couldn't walk was running. Hallelujah. May you go with every part of your spiritual yes. and supernatural hey. life. Hey. Now straighten up and now strengthen and now moving yes. in a new dimension new of dimension. power. Receive the power of God. Receive the power of God. Receive the power of God. Receive the unction of the Spirit. You walk in victory because you have come into the house of the Lord. Thank you for great victories and great mercies in the name of Jesus. Whatever had been in your life sitting there for years, today your testimony has come and you have it already. And you're about to release it. See what great thing the Lord has done in my life. You are going away with a great miracle which has been done in your life. In Jesus' name. Shout a big amen. Shout a louder amen. God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry, singing home.